good, everybody? We back for another episode of the regular podcast. I'm host one, kilogram, host two, host two. Your name? Okay, I'm, I'm host two. Host two. Shay. Mm-hmm. Host one and host one A. Okay. Host one A and hers host one B. <laughs> However you want to flip it. Okay. We back for another episode of the regular podcast. We've been off for like 10 days, but you know, shifting and moving and Mm-hmm. Recording when we can record at this moment. We decided to record today. Today is Sunday, December 15th. Mm-hmm. And uh, we recorded. So, <clears throat> what's good, y'all? How y'all feeling? Y'all cool? Y'all respond? Y'all, y'all eat, uh, <laughs> comment. Send a comment. Say how you doing right at this very moment when you heard this. Let me know how you doing. I, I promise I care. <clears throat> Can't say I'll do anything about it, but it's good to know. Uh, all week, this is the first time I think in the in a very long time that we both got something to say about our week this week. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> Lucy, your week, how was your week? I had a good week. It was really busy. Um, I was just a lot, doing a lot of running around this week. Uh, okay. So, that's, that's about it. Okay. About week. The week was cool, but I'm talking about let's get into these specific incidents. Now, let me just okay, let me just okay. open let me let me get into one thing that I wanted to discuss really because this week our daughter had a Christmas program and you know they they had a the little kids that performing and all that good stuff, right? right? And there was three performances on one day, one little day, kids, right. right? Three performances on one day, two during a regular school day and then one at 7 at night. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Now, Everything was cool the first performance. It was cool the second performance. And then the third performance, 7 p.m., is where things got different and odd. Mm-hmm. Lucy, you take it from there. <laughs> okay. So, uh, it just was a little crazy. So, we had we, we had a performance in the evening. We went to the first two performances. Um, well, first, let me go back. We got a permission slip form for the parents to... Uh, transport the kids to like their like our county performing arts center so they, it was a pretty big deal they had their performance at a performing arts center um the county's performing arts center so on the permission slip they said to make sure you know well they said they're pretty much urging the parents to bring the children out um at the evening performance and that one you had to kind of transport the kids yourself and they were saying basically like please try to bring the kids out because Without the kids, they don't have a show, basically. So, it's not like, you know, I, I don't know if they had problems in the past with, you know, the kids not showing up or what. But anyway, so I said, okay, we got to make sure we bring her to the show at the in the evening. Um, we had a lot of our family come out. She had We had quite a few uh, family members come out to come see her. And um, me, me and you already, me and Tehran, we already watched the show twice. Um, well, we just, the shows were back to back, so we sat and watched it twice. So, thankfully, we had already seen it. Uh, well, anyway, so when I got back there to drop her off backstage, I reckon, I realized there was no teachers. No teachers, no paras, no helpers, nothing, I mean, nothing like that. None, nobody was there. Only person that was there was, like, one, uh... One guy, one guy, pretty much, 
Nobody and from her school. No, nobody from her school at all. So basically, you know, our daughter's six. She's small. She's not like gonna just talk to you know random people and stuff. And she's not seeing familiar faces. So you know, she's just she's just not gonna. I'm not gonna leave her with anybody random. Basically, there was nobody from her school, and there was also not a lot of kids that showed up. Um, it was it was very a very small amount of kids. Um, so basically me and two other parents were there, um, representing our school. Well, it was, it was three other than three other parents and then one just left cause she was so irritated with it. But basically we, we had to get all the kids together. Like I had to show some of the kids like the video, like some of the helpers, the older kids that was helping out the little kids. Like I had to show them like the video of like the earlier performances cause nobody was there to like help them out. So because I recorded it from earlier. It was just a, a really, it was a mess. But I just got really upset because I was thinking, like, you guys made sure, like, to say, please bring the kids. And, you know, we made this commitment. So why wouldn't you guys be there for your kids? You know, teachers or um, paras, you know, assistants and stuff like that. No, Nobody came, basically. So I was just pretty irritated with that. Well, when you say nobody came, not nobody, the people from our, our daughter's school. Yeah, there yeah. were other faculty members from this other schools. This was a countywide performance. This yeah. wasn't just our school, our daughter's school. This was a countywide performance. People showed up as just different schools. Yeah, these faculty members, mm-hmm. our daughters and her classmates' teachers, they didn't come. Mm-hmm. And that pretty was from much, the whole school. And, and pretty much, they stood the children up. Basically. Now, to me, this is pure craziness because Mm -hmm. how would the teachers be so (laughs) adamant about the students getting a ride to this event if they knew they weren't coming they had to know because nobody showed up no one not one not so it sounds to me like they coordinated it and also they told the um guy who did who pretty much put the show together um that they weren't going to come yeah they coordinated that they they decided amongst themselves the faculty the teachers the staff members that they weren't coming but they didn't tell the parents hey we're not coming to that thing at 7 p.m yeah no. so we up in there and then the show wasn't even the same as it like a lot of kids didn't show up yeah the quality of the show what i didn't even and that's another i didn't even get to see the show like the last show because we were backstage um shay had to fill in for teachers and, and yeah. all the foolishness trying to help kids get together but a lot of the kids didn't show up so the show wasn't even the same Mm-mm. like all, a lot of the family members in the audience i was in the audience a lot of family members in the audience it was their first time seeing it so to them they just thinking that this is what the show was supposed mm-hmm. to be but really it was way different it was way better it was, the, it was the first different. show was really good and the earlier shows during the during the morning times they did one 10 o'clock they did one like 11 30 they performed for other students in the district. Mm-hmm. So the students came to that to that performing mm-hmm. arts center and watched them perform. They got to see a great performance. Everybody mm-hmm. was there. Everybody was performing. Mm-hmm. But what the parents got to see was not what they probably what they was well, I don't they probably didn't know what to expect, but they didn't get to see the real show. They didn't get to yeah. see the good and show I'm because glad the we teachers saw it earlier cuz I would be so mad that Well, you wouldn't know that it wasn't right. Right, but I'm saying I would have been upset that I kind of would have had to miss my baby's first performance. You know what I'm saying? Like, I would have been upset because I knew I was not going to be able to go back in the audience and sit out there when they needed us backstage. You know what I mean? Because I wasn't going to leave her back there. Like, I, I, nah, I, I couldn't do that because it just didn't even seem like something that was possible. Like, leave her back there with random people. No, I'm not doing that. So, people she don't even under, she don't know, like... 
I wasn't going to do that. And, and the two other parents was the same way. I just was so embarrassed that our teachers from our school um, didn't show up. And I'm pretty, I'm going to say something still. Like, I want to find a way to either write a letter to somebody or something. But I was kind of irritated. But then I started thinking, um, I didn't know if I probably should have been so mad at the teachers. I think the teachers could have told us. That, you know, they weren't going to come ahead of time. But I thought about it and I was like, I wonder if they were getting paid to come out. No, or... they wasn't getting paid. They pro- I'm saying, I'm okay, well, so we got to take that into account. No, we don't. As well. Because like, other teachers wasn't getting paid and they showed up. Well, I mean, there's Let a lot of things that, that you're, you're not, not going to do if you don't get paid to do it, right? Why? I do stuff all the time I don't get paid to do. All the time. Okay. What do you mean? I mean, coming. I just had a food giveaway yesterday. Nobody's helping no, me. No, no, no. I'm talking about for your that. the job. That's it's, something that you would love to. That's something you love no, to do. No, it's just about. No, I don't just love doing nothing. I do it for a purpose. It's okay, a purpose. You, it's not you about like love. You like to give back, though. You, you became do. a teacher for the purpose. If you're not going to show up to something, tell people, hey, I'm not coming. First of all, teachers are salary. That's true. They're not hourly workers. That's they, true. They're, that's their job. So if there's an event. And your students are involved, and you're the teacher that put together the performance. I mean, the parents, I think they actually do clock in. So you're supposed okay, but you're supposed to be there. A lot of those people were teachers. Maybe paras, which paraprofessionals, maybe came to help, but the name on the program was the actual teacher's name. Mm -hmm. They should have been there. That's true. They're not on no clock. They work for nine months. They work. Right. I'm just. I guess I just got to stop feeling like people should care about your kids just because you do. Like, they don't have to care about our kids. They have well, to care about, about, care about kids if you're a teacher, you need to care about children. Don't become a teacher for just a job. Well, There's yeah, jobs for true. that. That ain't one of them. People's kids is in your hands and, and they, they learning and education is in your hands. It can't just be about, first of all, you, you are getting paid because you're not an hourly worker. But it's not even just about that. You don't need overtime to show up to a performance. This That's is once true. a year. That's true. What are you doing? I mean, no, I agree. I just if not, then don't make it seem like it's an important event. I I felt like they could have they could have communicated that to us though beforehand. That's what I'm saying. Before urging people to bring their small that, children out. That tells me that this knowing was, that they wasn't gonna have any representation at that school. This was like, coordinated. These are small children. This was a coordinated attack. These these people must have been protesting something that they didn't like about this whole event but who do you hurt then you 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 know you bought you you make it hard on the person who put the whole thing together because you might not like whatever however they put it together but you know what would have been a better attack you know what would have been better to me not i mean if you just felt like you had to make a, a point to if she would have got with the parents and say look uh we we don't like the way this is going and um we're thinking like we're not gonna show up uh, you can show up if you want, but you know I don't. I don't think that we're gonna come or some just something. Well, you know it could give us like a choice to say, okay, well you know what, I, I don't mind staying back there and helping out all the kids that I know what's happening, or I'm just gonna just keep my my baby home on a school night in the they, at they night. Risk, like, they risk their plans getting out there. Well, Either way though, I'm just saying, y'all teachers, man, y'all gotta tighten up. That was crazy. And um, like sucks it. for all the parents like that didn't get to see the show. I took off work, and Shay was there. We was there. Uh, mm-hmm. We we was there. Our our little baby. She saw the show she three times. Trooper, like yeah. she watched 
all of it with us. So, mm-hmm. or she watched it all with me. She was uh, sitting next to me and on my lap for the last show. Mm-hmm. So yeah, she watched it all. We got to see the regular show. Yeah, we had sorry a lot. For the she parents. had a lot of support. I sorry mean. for the parents that didn't uh, get to see their kids' true performance. They, mm-hmm. but they liked what they saw. I was looking at parents in the audience. They oh, was really? definitely into it. It was a good show. I mean, they they put. I was so excited about it when I saw it the first time. I was like. Hey, they really put a lot of work into that show. I thought, you know, all of the kids did really well. Um, I I felt bad because I didn't see it the last show, but you know, my dad, your mom, my grandfather, grandma, like they all, you know, said that they liked everything. So I mean, maybe we just had a different perspective because we saw it earlier. It's not so. because of that. It's because it's our child. Yeah, and our, our child's time, right, teachers but. didn't show up. If they would have showed up and the show looked like that, then okay. But mm-hmm. they didn't show up. That's the problem. It's not about the show, really. Mm-hmm. It's because the teachers didn't show up. Right. The show looked like that because the kids didn't show up. That's if true. all the kids showed up, it would have looked regular. But um, anyway, so we, we that's one Sorry. part. So <laughs> that's one part of our week. Now, see, we ten, we 12 minutes in or 13, whatever okay, it's going to be when on, I add the music. And I'm go. getting in, just now getting in, the, in my thing, which I think is crazier. Okay. But... Friday, I get a call. I'm at work. I get a call. It gets sent to me from the receptionist people, mm-hmm. receptionist lady. And so if y'all don't know what I do, I sell um, commercial HVAC equipment and products and all that type of stuff, right? Okay. So I get I get this call through, and this lady's like, uh, okay, I have, I own, I'm running a business, or I'm, I'm trying to op- get my business opened, and the contract, this guy just told me that I need this part that he never told me I needed before. And they just told me it's five weeks until I can get it. I was like, uh, I can get this for you pretty quick. Pretty much what happened was this lady pretty much started breaking down on the phone with me. Hmm? Right? She started melting down. She's a black woman trying to open a dog grooming salon in Atlanta. She say, I went to Korea to learn how to groom dogs for three months. I guess they got some kind of special techniques. I have no idea. Mm-hmm. But she was like, um, and I'm trying to do this, and I feel like these people are taking advantage of me. She said, because I'm a woman, these contractors in this industry are being unfair with her. They're taking her money and not telling her everything up front. So once they start spending their money, then they come up with a new mm-hmm. expense every other day, she felt like. Right. Mm-hmm. This lady had been paying rent what she said, three thousand dollars a month since February. And the business is still not open yet. So let's think about that from February to now. That's what? Eleven months. Right. Mm-hmm. Thirty three thousand dollars this year on rent alone. Jesus. And her company has not been able to open up and make a dime yet. So what her issue is, is she Friday, she ran out of money. She ran out of money on Friday. This is what this is the cold part about it. So I'm like, but I gave her pricing before I knew that part, right? I didn't know she was completely out of money, but I could tell she was frantic and she just wanted. I thought she just wanted to get this product ASAP. I was like, I can make sure you get it next week. This week coming up, right? I gave, I emailed her pricing because you know we gotta have a paper trail, all that good stuff. Then she called me back. This is when I knew shit was crucial. Mm. She said. Can I split this up over two cards? And it was only like $500. American Express card. Now, if you got American Express, you normally have more money. So you have like a bigger limit. American Express is 
no joke when it comes to the yeah, credit card game. So you got a bigger limit if you got American Express. And she tried to split a $500 join oh, up no. between two cards. I was like, I'm keeping it. You know, I got to be professional. I'm at the desk. There's people walking around. They listening and all that. So I got to keep it together. But this is a black woman, like I said. And she's feeling like these men are taking advantage of her. Because she's saying like, one man she talked to said, if you're not a contractor, I can't sell you nothing. That's a lie. We could sell stuff to anybody. Not somebody at my... So they didn't even want to take her money. Not, not somebody at my company, but some, I guess, one of the competitors. They had told her, we can't... Nah. Send, get, get the man doing the work. And, and she took that as sexism, as if he wouldn't sell her something because she's a woman. Because mm-hmm. the way she said it to me was, they told her... Where is the man at? That's what she said. Now, I don't know if they said it like that, but she said they said that. They said she they said, said they said it like that. They said it that. Way. She said that they asked her, "Where's the man at?" And she wasn't feeling that at all. And I understand that, right? So she said that that she had to have the guy, the contractor, call them and say, "My secretary is going to come pick it up." And she had to act like the secretary. Oh, yeah. Now I don't know if they went that far. She might have OD with that story right there. She probably did it. I don't know. She might have. That's a real. That's no, a weird look, lie to tell. So, but if you feeling victimized already, you start throwing you start a little lying. sugar and salt. You start throwing sugar and salt. <laughs> no, no, because look, you're trying to make your story seem like you really are the victim when really I'm. But to that's get, a thought out but, story. No, but though. let me get into it okay, though. Let me get it. deeper into it though. So. Um, I give her the pricing, and she calls back to say, yeah, I want to get this. Can you make sure, whatever, whatever. Can we split it up over two cards? All I'm like, man, this woman is going through it. So I'm like, all right, I'm going to put this order in for whatever. But I was like, I'm not about to charge her this. I'm, I'm, I'm going to flip this whole thing. I'm going to flip this. Remember, I was telling you the good thing about my job. I wish more black people needed me because mm-hmm. I could make it so that you could, you know, I, I mean, can I can make it for you. You know what I'm saying? I can make things way easier for you if more black people was in this world. Like I, I just want people mm-hmm. to get in this world and I can I'm this I'm the gateway to cheap shit. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So I, I what I did was I called her from my phone because I couldn't do this. I couldn't email this to her. I couldn't So this is what? Go ahead. This is what? No, go ahead. This is I'm what? Tra- I don't it sound like you weren't supposed to do this. No, it's not that I wasn't supposed to. I didn't want to say out loud, yo, I'm look out for you. Okay. So I called her and uh, she said the phone number popped up as agriculture, whatever she called back. I said, listen, this is what I'm going to do. I don't want to take every dime out of your your joint, right? So I'm not going to max you out like that and take, you know, take every little dime from Mm -hmm. both cards. She gave me two cards, right? Mm -hmm. And she also didn't understand the tax was coming and all of that with it. So if I would have charged the max amount on one card, mm-hmm. it would have got declined because tax mm-hmm. takes more, right? So I had to take her price way down to zero profit for me so that she could make the payment on one card. Pretty much, I know that's some of y'all might not get what I'm saying, but what I'm saying is mm-hmm. I made it so that I wouldn't be making my company lose money but I made it so that she could afford to make this payment on just one credit card, right? So total with tax came up to $416, but her card is done. Mm. That's it on that card. It's over on that one. She Now, what I was telling my guys is she went broke before her business ever opened. You know, normally when people's business don't work, it's open and it just don't make no money. This woman has tapped herself out. Before she even got to open her doors up. She don't even know if she would have been a successful 
entrepreneur or not because the shit ain't open, right? So then I was at Walmart shopping. Mm-hmm. She calls me back crying now. Like, this, this man said that there's another part, and does he think I'm made out of money? Like, does he th- I don't know where he think I'm going to get this money. I'm a black woman. I'm only 33. I've been not working for this much time. I get it. And he just thinks I'm made of money. He said he's going to do, like, she's going, going crazy. She called yourself on this? Yes, she called because I told you I had to call well, no, her. Yeah, but listen, she called, I'm in Walmart buying things, food giveaway, Bro Inc. Go to www.broinc.org, okay? We doing the food giveaway, so I'm at Walmart getting my stuff. She calling me. She and like this was uh, on this was on Friday. Friday. So this was right after you helped her. It wasn't right. It was later in the day. I mean, but yeah, the same same day. day. That's what I meant. Okay. Because this all happened Friday. Uh-huh. The man, I guess, the man called her and told her she needed something else <laughs> after dirty. she just ran out of money on the last thing that he said. You just need this, right? Mm-hmm. So. She like, yeah, he's being unprofessional. He told me that I'm not acting like an adult, like. So she got into an argument with the contractor now, right? Mm-hmm. So on, on this call, like 5.30 p.m. on Friday, I'm out of work for an hour and a half now. So I'm just like, what the hell did I get myself into? But yeah. I'm, I told people I will be this person for black people. So I'm going to do it, okay. right? So she's crying and all this stuff talking about nobody's going to give a black woman $250,000 in business loan and all she was going in like she's really feeling the black woman thing right now you know mm-hmm. how black you know feel like people taking advantage and all that type I of stuff you. right she was like the only reason i was able to do this with my credit cards because i had a really good credit score 750 i'm like oh, i'm not saying i'm just listening because i'm like this is crazy right <laughs> i never had nothing <laughs> okay, like this happen yeah. from my job but <laughs> i said i would be the guy i said i would be that guy so i'm still listening then she's like I'm like, okay, what did they say you need now? So she tell, she told me, yeah, this thing. And he said it's going to be another $1,000. And I'm like, wait, what is he saying you need? And then she's telling me. And I'm like, no, nah, that's, that's nowhere near $1,000. That's a cheap part. That's nothing. That's not going to cost no money. That's $10. That's not wait, a part. That's, that's no money. So she like, I can't talk to him no more. I'm done. Can you call him? What? <laughs> see? Said, you can see? You call, can you call him for me? What I say? Yeah, I yeah. know you did. Give me his oh number. Oh my god! Give me his number because I know this is a black man. I already know it, <laughs> so I'm like, let, let me get his phone number. I'll call him for you. I'm only not calling him to like check him, but call him to figure out what she need, so I can make sure that she get it, so she can get her damn business open, so <laughs> that this woman don't jump off a bridge. So listen. So all right, what I'm like? Okay, what's Mike's number? She give me Mike's number. His name is Mike. He doing his thing. Shiest. You know, now Mike is, Mike is the exact opposite of her. He feeling like he doing everything right. And this woman don't know business. Right? So I get on the phone with Mike. I'm like, um, Mike, this lady. How did you even introduce yourself to Mike? I said, I'm the, uh, you, the woman from this company. He like, yo, I know, who, I know exactly who she is. Because okay. they just got off the phone and she hung up on him. That's what she, she told me that. But she didn't tell me how heated they convo got. But, you if know what she I'm called crying, then you should know. But this is what I'm saying, though. She wasn't crying at first. She just started. She broke okay. down. So I, I'm getting on the phone with Mike, and Mike is like, listen, um, this is going on, right? I told her, like, she she don't understand that when you when you 
hire somebody for these type of jobs, they don't give you a list of every single little detail of part that you're going to need, which is a fact in mm-hmm. HVAC. You're not about to get a breakdown. It's on you to know what you need because it's your job. You hire me. Why are you hiring me if you don't even know what you want me to do? But don't you do the work? So why wouldn't you know? No, like- he knows what he needs. That's why he's telling her. Okay. She is thinking that he's just adding stuff in on her. Right? She looking you don't at think it like he being a little shy though? No, he's not being shy. I don't know what he charged her for his labor. That's mm-hmm. something different. But he's a he's a small black company himself. I know he's way cheaper than the white people because she told me what the white people quoted her. Okay. Ten thousand dollars. He quoted her twenty five hundred. Okay. So he already gave her a wild deal on but she's not rich. So mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? You see where the thing go, right? So I'm telling Mike is like, yeah, she did it. She just don't. I, it's not my fault that you don't have no money. Why is you getting? In, you know, he he now he in his bag. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't. T- I just ain't got nothing to do with me. You got just because you ran out of money. Why are you trying to be a business owner if you can't do this? He was like, listen, I, and I, I was like, okay, I'll let her know all of this. And um, he was like, nah, and I know she on the phone right now, so I'm gonna tell. I'm like, no, I don't. <laughs> I don't work for this woman. She's oh not on the phone. God. I'm not here for that. I'm trying to make sure we get this business handled because I don't want to see y'all go out like this. But he got wild threats. Like, if she don't call, he was like, if she don't call me back right now, I'm pulling my permit. Now, permits is everything in construction. Mm-hmm. If you don't have a permit, which it costs money, you don't have a permit, you can't do nothing. You're stuck. Mm-hmm. He was like, if she don't call me back right now, I'm pulling my permit. I'm putting a lien on her business. Oh, my Ooh. God. That's a wild threat because if somebody put a lien on your shit, all finances stop. All financial, everything stops with your business. If you don't have that permit, no construction is happening. Everything stops once there's no permit. Unless you pay somebody else to go get another permit, which takes time and more money. And I just told you, she maxed out at 416. No permit happening for this lady. Jesus Christ. So I say, look, Mike, I, I don't have this lady on the phone. I don't work for her. I'm just trying to get, I'm just, I'm not like, I'm not no, I'm not, I'm doing a legit side of business. I don't know what neither one of y'all got going on. I'm just trying to make sure she get the part she need, which is a cheap part. He told me what he was. So, and he so like, it wasn't a thousand dollars? She is, no, listen, this is what she did. He told her a thousand for like the whole, some whole thing. Uh-huh. And she keeps using the, the number he said it was a thousand dollars. Like she just kept repeating. So how much that. did he say? It was? He didn't say. He said you just need to go get this part. Okay. I need this part. That's what he said. He was like, I don't care where you get it from. Just go get it. I'm not buying the materials because I guess part of the agreement from the jump was he'll do the labor, but she got to pay him for so the labor. So it was so cheap because she, he's gone. She got to go buy the he's materials. Get the parts. It's yeah. that's just cheap anyway. Right. So, so she she then I get her back on the phone. I'm like, listen. <laughs> uh, he said. You better call him back immediately. That's first. Okay. So we need you. We, we can't have you doing this whole, I'm, I don't want to talk to him no more thing because you will lose your business. And that's not what we're here for because you just went broke. I didn't say that, but I said, I said something like, you, you're going to have to like put on the nice face or something, whatever I said, something like that, so that you can deal with this man because I, this part that, that y'all are talking about is a cheap, it's a cheap part. It's like nothing. It's just a part that goes on to... He, she thinking he just adding wild stuff onto this job when really it's a regular mm-hmm. standard but part. But it's probably feeling like wild stuff because she don't have no money. No, it's not that. It's because she's ignorant of what's going on and what she's trying to do. People think about opening a business, they think only the business itself. Yeah. But when you have a brick and mortar location, you talking about regulations and building codes now. Mm-hmm. You can't just open up a commercial business at a brick and mortar location and not know 
about that aspect of it. The yeah. way other people avoid that is because they hire engineers. Mm-hmm. So they never have to see that. The engineer deals with all of that. They never have to deal with nothing like mm-hmm. this, right? The engineer then goes and hires the contractors and all of that type of stuff. Or hiring a PM, hiring a project manager, maybe they'll... They'll know people. The project manager is gonna hire an engineer. Well, that's what I'm saying. They'll so, know who to hire. Nah, for you that, just yeah, so. but I mean, engineers deal directly with right. business owners, though. They they specialize in that. They help you design things. Mm-hmm. So this is so both of them are right in certain aspects. I'll say where she's right at is people probably are taking advantage of her. They mm-hmm. no, not probably. They are taking advantage of her because you know when somebody doesn't know what's going on, they could have explained everything before they took her money. Not because you have to, because you don't have to. It's your business to know business. It's nobody else's job to teach you business when you jumped out there right. and you're not getting this hand. You've been paying rent since February. There's no way you just started. Mm-hmm. There's no way you've been doing this HVAC stuff since February. You had to just start this and you rushing everybody else because you went broke. Mm-hmm. You can't rush everybody else because you didn't know what you was doing from the jump, right? So she, 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 so the where she's right at is... People don't have to take advantage of somebody just because they don't know. I'm not with that. I would never be with that. That's bad business and it's bad karma. It's it's very unlikely that that man and 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 uh, much fortune to him and he as he go forward. But it's not likely that he's gonna grow that big if he's doing people like that. Mm-hmm. Because even though she ain't no big dollar client, she's a client still. When she write a review, it's gonna count just like any other client would count. And when they say, hey, he, because she don't understand what's going on. She's going to say what she thinks happened, which is this guy ripped me off. He said it was going to be this and he didn't do this. He don't even have a bank account where I could send him money. And all. He, you know, she started all kind of stuff was going mm-hmm. on. Right. And so she's right, man. People don't have to, you know, and a lot of a lot of these women that are moving around in these industries by themselves. People do talk to them different. Yeah, people, oh, I know. people treat them like they don't. And. Granted, she actually didn't know what the hell was going on, but people treat them like they don't know what's going on. If I'm dealing with you, I'm going to assume that you know what's going on until you tell me you don't. I'm not just going to say, oh, you you a woman, you don't know what the hell going on in HVAC. Mm-hmm. HVAC is a man's game, which I have, since I've been doing, working here for the last couple of years, I haven't seen a single woman in this at all. It's on that side of things. Now, women sell things, but I haven't seen... Any women on the installation side coming to buy materials from us, none of that. I haven't seen that at all. So it's not cool to just assume somebody don't know something and then, and then you know, treat them or, or be unfair with them like their money is not legit money or something like that. So she's right there where my man Mike is right. Mike is right that you can't just be getting into no business and you don't have the funds to get yourself to where you need to be. That's first. Secondly... It's nobody's job to teach you what you're supposed to know when you start a business. I'm not your teacher. I'm your contractor. That's true. I'm doing, you You hired me to do a job. My job does not include training. Training, there's a whole field of people making a lot of money training people. I don't make money and I don't have time because I got other clients. I don't have time to train you. And you don't even have enough money to pay me to train you anyway. So that's not my job. And then you can't rush me because you don't have the money to buy materials, right? I, di- I upheld my end of the bargain, which was I'll install everything, but you have to provide the materials. So he's right. Now, what's, what's my... 
take that I wrote down so many notes that look, this is I wrote all of this and all of this. This is all stuff that she pretty much told me that I remembered and wrote down. I'm like, yo, I gotta tell this to people on the podcast. Because um it's just it's just crazy. Now, I will say it's a good thing that she got sent to me. Because nobody else in my office would have helped her. But, I mean, don't you... Do you think that she's even going to be... This business is going to even open? It's not about that. It's about me. I'm going to do my part. I get it. I got you. I don't know if she's going to have... Because something else probably is going to come up. But But she was talking about the next step is inspection. So, she might be ready to open as soon as she gets inspected and approved. She was saying... She was trying to get inspected before Christmas. Which probably won't happen, but she was saying that she was trying to. But I mean, it, she gonna need money for like incidentals and stuff. She don't need. You don't need money for incidentals. It's just good to have. You should have it. But if you right. don't have it and you open your business, hopefully you don't get sued, or hopefully like a water pipe don't bust. Huh? Huh? Pause it. Wow, Pause what's it. up? I'm about to turn the things. About to get loud. It's okay. We. I'm. I'm. I got the headphones. It's alright. It's not. I, I'll. I'll do what I can do. But listen. Uh, okay. You want to t- it's okay. But look. It's a good thing that she got sent to me. As I said a whole other t- a lot of other times which I had a situation where a dude was thinking he was he could go to somebody else. I'm like trying to tell him if you go to somebody else they're not going to help you at all. I'm doing as much as I can to help you because you a black business. I couldn't say this on the phone. But I'm mm-hmm. saying you 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 I'm trying to look out for you. Because I'm the I'm trying to be a gateway for my people. I'm I'm not trying to make big money off of. If you will see how small the contracts be when I deal with my black uh, customers compared to when I deal with other joints, like I you you can add like a t- you could take some of my. Uh, well, I got one black customer that is a big one. He's not one of the black ones that white people put in in the place. He's mm. real legit black um, black owned company, and. They they doing some they doing some numbers out of Lithonia. Oh yeah. Now they doing some them. numbers, but uh, the other ones though, some of the other companies, you can add all of their joints up together, like they whole total their jobs, and I I could sell one item that costs more than everything that they have done to another customer. So this is the level of of these companies. That's why I be feeling like I wish more people could. I wish they would just give me all the black customers for real. I ain't gonna lie. Just typecast me. I feel like they do that anyway sometimes. You think so? Hell, y'all feel like they be like, oh, I can't. This is a black person. I don't know what they're saying. Send them to him. I think they do that to me sometimes. But I'm cool with it, though. I, I like, I want to try to help as many of these people as I can because I'm like, man, if I ain't got this job no more, I want to at least be like, hey, that company right there, I looked out for them. Maybe I can go over to them and see if they got a little, you know what I mean, project management job or something for me. I could quote for them. I, I know the numbers because I dealt with the numbers. And or something like that, and not even doing it because I'm thinking I'm gonna get something back out of it. I just want to see black companies be able to compete on these levels, like million dollar contracts and all that type of stuff, or big hundred thousand, two hundred thousand dollar contracts. We see that we just got one, a big ass half a million dollar contract with a Korean joint, Korean um contracting company. Like it's some big contracts out there that black the black companies can't even get access to. So like I brought all that to say. I'm glad the lady got sent to me because she would not have been helped if, if she was sent to somebody. They would have they would have maxed her credit card out and then told her, um, we can't order that until you get payment. So we don't know how you're gonna figure it out, but you gotta just figure out the payment. No one they, they know full well we can play we can move them numbers anywhere we wanna move them to. You know what I'm saying? I done seen I done seen my supervisor 
order stuff for people at his church and his friends' churches and all that and not even charge them cost. He just giving it to them. And we paying for it. How I does just, that work? What you mean? That's stealing, isn't it? That's not stealing. I mean, you we can, we can move the numbers. This Sounds is what I'm like trying stealing. To say. This is what I'm trying to say. It's not stealing. This is, no. he is, he, we have the authority to do that is what I'm saying. Okay. But you wouldn't do that with something that costs $1,000, but something 40, you could do that with $40, $50. You could, you could do that. Cause we, that's cutting into our profit. I mean, that's not, the company is making big money, like millions and millions of dollars. They'll mm. be okay with, you know, it's not like that's something you do every day. I'm just saying we can move mm. the money. We can move those numbers any way right, we want to okay. move them. If somebody comes to me and they're a black company, they need help, I can help you. This is what I'm saying. So I'm saying if, if, if and I'm talking about, I sell stuff all over the country. A lot of the people in my office, they only sell stuff locally. I sell stuff everywhere in the country. So anybody that's doing HVAC anywhere in this country, y'all get with me. I can, I can get you this stuff cheap. And we have manufacturers all over the country, all over the world. So any type of products that you need in your field, I mean, in your uh, region that you're working in, the, 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 the manufacturers that I work with, they're competitive everywhere. And they're some of the top manufacturers in the, in the country. So get with me. And I promise that our, our prices is cheaper anyway because that's the reason people buy stuff from, from this Atlanta office. It's because they're getting whacked in California. They're getting whacked in Texas. They're getting whacked in New York. New York, they whack it. Everything costs a lot in New York. They're charging. New York, they're getting it for the same price as we're getting it for, but they're selling it based on New York economy. Mm-hmm. So they, like, think about that. People buy, man, I sell, we sell stuff. Well, I do anyway. What else? Let me see. What else? So, I, but this is also a lesson, not even just the, uh, not even just the part about, about, these this lady in this contract is just really about man starting the business is serious business man yep if yep. you don't learn as much as you can learn before you jump in that water or if you don't have a backup plan especially if you quit your job mm. to do this business that's the biggest thing, because a lot of people start side businesses while they, st- you know, trying to make a little side See, money. I agree with that. I but if you quit your job, quit though, your job is scary. That's man, if scary. You, if you quit, something better be going before you quit that job. See, that's like how we think. I think like that too. Yeah. But yeah. a lot of people, they take their four hundred one k, cash that boy out, and and think, okay, Whew. I'm a, I'm a believe in myself, and it's nothing I mean, wrong believing in yourself. That's good. But, but the thing about it is, if you don't know what's going on, it's nobody's job to teach you. You can't cry that people was dicking you and, and people, playing you and all that. It's not, like jo- it's not their job. It's not their job. Even if you ain't a sweet lick, they might charge you a regular price. And to you, not knowing what's going on, you're going to feel like you just got played because you ran out of money. It's nobody's job to mm. teach you. If you say, I want to be a mechanic. I want to open up my own mechanic shop, auto mechanic shop. And... Come to find out, and, and only thing you know how to do is fix Chevys. Come to find out the most popular car out here is the damn Volkswagen. That ain't nobody's fault that you only three Chevys a month is coming to your shop. Everybody keep coming there with Volkswagens and you can't fix none of them. Mm-hmm. That's nobody's fault. And you can't, the person that gave you the loan, it ain't their fault for not telling you. It's your fault. Now, not to be rude to anybody, I mean, but it is what it is. it's on you though. It's not nobody's fault. That you didn't know what you was getting yourself into, especially people who get loans for business. If you're using credit, if you are not using your own money, now if you use your own money, 
then okay. If you lose it all, then okay, you can get a job. But if you go into debt, fifty thousand. Ooh, Lord. Mm. Now, if if you think in the grand scheme, fifty thousand in debt is not crazy, because that's mortgages be two, three hundred thousand. So fifty thousand, yeah, but fifty thousand in debt, if you don't have a job, that's crazy. Because you now you have to start over. Having to start over because you know part you, of that. You starting over if and you, you 50, in a hole. If you fifty thousand in debt, then you probably spent all your money too. The the actual money you had in the bank, you probably spent that too. So ain't no telling how much you actually spent. Man, listen, just just know because I'm I'm working on trying to get into business also right now, and I'm I'm just listen. I don't make no quick moves. I'll procrastinate till I die before I just mm-hmm. jump out anywhere. I, I gotta have something steady. Bef- before I ju- be before steady. I jump out anywhere and make a decision that I that I don't see a clear path to success, I'll procrastinate mm-hmm. until I'm gray and dead yeah. before I make that move. It won't happen unless I see a clear path. We are exactly the same because I'm when it not comes to doing that, it neither. Yeah. <laughs> no. What? Yeah, because um, now I see. And I don't even have to see too many. Seeing one is Seeing enough. Seeing one is enough for I've me. seen it. In my mind, I just, I psych myself out like, no, mm And the problem with me is the analysis part. I'm going to analyze that thing until <laughs> I'm like, that's a, that's a clear failure. Like, I'll, I'll analyze it until I see the failure. <laughs> no, you So I'm like, because you can, you can dream I, big things you can easily. Dream, yeah, it's but, easy to dream big things. But can you see how this thing can fail? Let me tell you. you I, the way I look at how things can fail, I start looking at everything that happened when it fails. Like, then I'm like, then, you know, now I can't pay my bills and the house and the kids. And, like, I'm thinking about all that. So I'm never going to make a decision. Not saying there's nothing wrong with that because I'm probably, I'm pretty sure I lost a lot of opportunities being the way I am, like, as far as, like, being so hesitant, you know, with things. But I got to make sure, like, I definitely support building your business and working your job, you know, your... Even if not, some kind of money. You got to get some kind of money coming in. Yeah, something got to be coming in before I say, okay, this is it. Yeah. You know. Something has to be coming in. You can't just... And I want it stable. Like, I want something to be like, okay, this is not going anywhere. Like, this might not go anywhere for a while, like... I got to feel good about this. Yeah, you, you got to analyze that thing to, like, the the last Mm-mm. nut and bolt. Like, you have to be able to see every option. Because I don't think about the... um, I think about everything, but that's not what I focus on. What you talking about after the yeah, failure? I'm thinking the about the actual business itself and, like, where is it going? Like, okay, if this thing happens, it'll go great. If this thing happens, it's going this way. Mm-hmm. It's going bad, and then I'm going to look at the branch from there. How can we fix it? Or is it going to go bad from there again? Boom. I'm looking at all of these different trees and branches, and I can keep that in my head. And like I said, I'll procrastinate until it never gets done before I just make the leap of uncertainty. Yeah. Leaps of uncertainty is not in me. We just talked some, about this last night, I think. Some people are like that. Yeah. Some people are like, I'll go. I'm out. Peace. <laughs> and we, we'll figure it out. I'm not. Hell but you no. know what they said? People who quit their jobs the most and like they find they, they find, find the most. But we ain't job. talking about finding a job. But, but yeah, I know. But I'm saying they mind, kind of land about, on their feet more than anybody. Think about people that quit their job, right? In their mind, oh, I'm about to succeed. Yeah, they don't that's realize what I'm they until, land on their feet. Not always. Lot, they don't so. realize till three years later that oh shit, it's not gonna work. Yeah, they've already spent everything. Like first thing people love doing is cashing out their 401k. That's the only that's your only fallback money right there. <laughs> and that's the first thing people do is get rid of the foot like man, listen. 
If I'm holding on I, to you my can't, love, you my can't love get, change. You can't take your 401k out and quit your job. <laughs> like if you like you just you making it like you have to succeed or it's homelessness. You don't want those to be your options. No, like, not at your all. Your options can't be. I can't deal. Rich can't deal or homeless. That. You can't. You gotta you have. This. They didn't say like let's downgrade a little bit. Maybe just cut some 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 things out. Come on, man. That's the alternative. Quitting your job and cashing out your four hundred one k. That's the alternative. So you either going for the gusto or you going for the homelessness. Risk <laughs> risk deal. assessments should not look like that. They should. There should be varying but degrees you know of success. But you things that people are saying that they're like making it seem like that's what you're supposed to do. That's a and trick. And I'm telling y'all, that is not. Trick. That is not what that's you do. One do of the tricks of that. capitalism to make everybody think they could be Bill Gates with one right move. Whole Don't time, do that. his whole life been a series of right moves, mm-hmm. starting with his parents' lives. Yeah, he had a so stable. Everybody's not about to be Jay Z, so you have to know that. Okay, if I shoot for Jay Z. I have to give myself some type of contingency plan that if I don't make it there, I can make it to where Cameron is at. <laughs> like, you can't, you can't be like, I'm either going to be Jay-Z or I'm going to be Ice J.J. Fish. Like, it can't be that. <laughs> so, yo, Mm-mm. and even he got a little success. So, so not, it, gotta, it can't be like these, these things can't be like that. You have to have Mm-mm. some type of, uh, you have to have, okay, if I don't make it, <laughs> if I don't make it to Jeff Bezos... I know I can safely land at Michael Jordan. You know what I'm saying? Or if you, you know, take it down <laughs> a little bit more. If I don't make it to Candy Burris, I can safely fall to where Yandy okay. is. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, that's that's a safe. Oh, like, you're yeah. good if you fall somewhere right there. Yeah. But you shouldn't make it so that your fall is wild. And that's what I feel like the lady I spoke to, she's in that situation. Now she done... Cause if you're not, if you've been paying rent, and what's her, what is she doing? You said a dog, dog grooming. Dog grooming. Oh man! And yeah, you on. know, dog grooming—that's a luxury thing. So she's gonna be able to charge wild ass prices. But man, listen, after you, you a year just rent alone, you thirty three thousand dollars in the nugget. You never getting that back because that's rent. You don't own that space, so that's never coming back. Enough, enough. Not to mention the utilities in that joint. Not to mention, Water. not to mention her living expenses, unless she's been living in that place. She got rent or, or home ownership or something. She been so this lady must have cashed out a mean four hundred one k or she been going dumb with that American Express. At thirty three, I don't know. I'm thinking American Expresses. I mean, thirty three. She could have been at college educated. She could have worked and felt like I got enough saved up. I'm gonna make this plunge. Because mm-hmm. if you thinking like if you thirty something and you got like fifty thousand, you feeling comfortable with. I can Maybe. do this. I can live. She probably thought her business would have been open, not knowing about building codes and all that type of shit like that. Man, listen, y'all talked about y'all that. Y'all better for... handle that stuff on the weekends when you get off work or you something. You can't. Nothing is open. Oh, well. That's the that's the thing. You can handle it during get the week. You, get you a between. cousin that you can pay a little change to. Man, man, listen, y'all. I, I know I just talked about that for a long time, and we're not going to uh, go too much further, but that was a, a very wild thing because that, that never happened to me before in this job, and I have said that I, <laughs> I'm trying to help people out, so... Y'all get at me, but, you know, let's try to make sure your business is in order before you get to asking people for help. And I'm going to help her, but I'm saying, like, figure it out, yo. Real life. Real life. All right. <clears throat> it's the end of the year, end of 2019, so we about to take a sharp turn. Now, this is, you know, get your business together, Lucy. Mm-hmm. We're doing the top albums of 2019. Mm. How many top albums did you, do you even care to rank this year? 
Because it don't have to be 10 or I mean, 5 I'm, or whatever. I'm going to tell you the truth. How many are even worthy of being ranked to you? Two. 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 Mine is low I, like that, too. Mine is four. Really? And I and I was going to add it. Uh, I just got thought about it, and I like the Tory Lanez thing. So Six I eight. say three. I say, and I'm saying I'm ranking it. That's just a decent album. But two albums were good to me this year. That I like. See, I don't feel like two were good. I well, feel no. like I feel like there was like Ranked. standouts, and right. then the rest was Wale just stuff okay. Was it was decent. Cool. It was and cool. some other stuff. Yeah, yeah, it was. So cool. it was some decent stuff. Uh, All right, Rick so since so you got two, just give me yours and your I breakdowns mean, for them. I got Indigo, Chris Brown, number one. Okay. Um, had a lot of good stuff on there, a lot of good songs, and I like came to it really late, but I just I love the album. This is this is his best album, I think. Um, it used to be, um, for me, I used to like, uh, I think it was exclusive. Mm -hmm. Um, that was probably my, my favorite Chris Brown, but now I I think this is the best one. Um, and this, the second album, Summer Walker, over it. Give me a breakdown of that. Um, I, oh, uh, I just liked it, I, and I heard that a lot. I heard it really late. The only thing I didn't like is how, you know, short some of the stuff is, but, you know, some of the songs are. Um, but it's just really pretty start to finish. It just sounds really good. Um, and then both of the two of two of my favorite songs this year were on um, Chris Brown's album and then Summer Walker's album. So the two of my, two of my favorite songs this year was... Um, Come Together with her and Chris Brown. That was on Indigo. And then the Come Through with Summer Walker and Usher. Um, so those were my two favorite songs this year. Mm-hmm. It's, this this year just wasn't really good to me f- with music. But, I mean, it was some, it was some decent stuff. What about stuff. your honorable mention joints? You got any? Yeah, I got um, I got Wale's album. I can't think of the name it's right now. It's called Wild That's Crazy. Wild That's Crazy was decent. I got Tory Lanez would be... Um, Tory Lanez, Chick State Five. Five. I like that. I did like it. I thought it was it was cool. Mm -hmm. Um, Port of Miami Two was cool. Mm -hmm. Uh, Some other. I think that's about it though. Notables. Um, I I mean that that's you said that was about it. Yeah, and and then um, the Revenge of the was it Revenge of the Dreamers. Yeah, I think that was decent. It had some some decent stuff on a couple. Mm-hmm. songs on there that I like so that's but that was it really okay I got um I don't have that many either I, I'm looking at I'm looking I probably got like five so I'm gonna just okay. give y'all what I you know now the first is the same as yours the first two is the same as yours I got Indigo Chris Brown is still killing it and you know what I was thinking about Chris Brown is blackballed is he yes he's had this much success from a blackballed position Big industry do not mess with Chris. He's been doing this without no major sponsorships, no deals. Not, he just is so good that, I mean, what they going to do? He say he putting an album out. It's only going to do 40000 Well, a lot, a lot of people love him, too. So they do feature. He, do, he gets a lot of features. He gets That's great producers. But he's having to do that being like the most talented person in all of music, though. Mm-hmm. So imagine if he was had better no, relationships huge. with, like, you know, the big companies. This dude would be... It's crazy how much he's doing from blackball. He's blackballed, I think. I would use that word. He's just so good that it don't feel like it because his music is still good. I mean, he's he's he should be. I'm not saying he's not rich because he's rich. I'm sure, but he should be. He way should bigger. be way bigger. Yeah. yeah. He's, but he's doing what he's he's still yeah, in the fifty to hundred million somewhere. I mean, yeah, he's and rich. And he's I'm doing saying, that but. with 
being hated. Like, he's hated by yeah. some people. And, boys, is serious, man. Chris Brown. And then he's dropping these albums with 40 songs on them. Like, and nobody's even bothered for real. People saying it's people long. People talking true. But the songs are good, though. It's, yeah. good. it's still good quality. People it's saying, not bad like, quality music. These like. are long, but they're not saying it's, it's long and trash. trash. Yeah. yeah, it ain't like that. It's good. Uh, and then number two, uh, Over It by Summer Walker. Now, this is what I, I seen a tweet that was like last week. And this dude said, yo, there has to be crack in that album. And he's right. The out. album is is just like make you keep playing this shit. Because the, the, your favorite songs is all short because all the songs on the album mm-hmm. is short. So it's like. It definitely leave you wanting more. So you hear. just play it yeah, again, though. play it again. So you don't have a problem playing it again because it's, it's that, like, uh, I can run that back. called? Dopamine. Dopamine stuff. Yeah. Like, it's, it's definitely. It's. it's Summer Walker joint is, is, is like that, man. Um, Over it is like that. Uh, you said your favorite one on there was Come Through. My favorite song on there is uh, is, is Fun Girl, but Come Through is is. I, and I like I come to play was, no. What's it playing no game? Playing the games or something like that. Which one? Oh God! It was she saying say my name. She's oh yeah, just the Destiny's Child. Yeah, 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 playing games. Playing games. That's I like Bryson, that too. Oh, you like the Bryson Tiller or the yeah. one without him? The Bryson Tiller. I like that too. I like the one with Party Next Door, and um, it's called Just Might. I like potential too. I like everything on there. Yeah, I ain't no. gonna lie. You know what I think? She is like uh she's like Aaliyah. She sounds more she sounds like Aaliyah to me. Like she's, she, I feel like I mean she's she, write, she, she don't look, though. Oh but well yeah, I know. But I'm just saying she's her voice, like oh, yeah. some of her beats and stuff, it sounds like what Aaliyah She's fire, man. Yeah, she that just sounded like that to me because she she could sing. Some she sounds hard. very good. She hard. And it ain't even just like she it's just something like she got her own she don't sound like nobody else really when you think no, she, she might don't. remind you of Aaliyah. She reminds me she of Aaliyah's like style that laid back. It ain't she ain't blowing, you know what I mean? She not like yeah. But it's it's it just sounds good. It's yeah, pretty she, sound. she got her own like unique thing. I don't know if it's her ad libs are but just it's a right. Unique, like something about. And London, I think, got a lot. He should get a lot of credit. I think, um, yeah. because he did a really good job. He he did. I mean, he's a good producer. London on the track. But like doing R and B like that, like he definitely yeah did his thing. That 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 album is is something about that joint. It's hard, and she. <clears throat> Yeah. It's it don't he, feel old. That, that was a labor like, love right there. Both it's not it's not like aging, really. It just feels like it just came out. No, it sounds it. it's gonna sound good for a long time too. Yeah. So I got that. Then my third best album, T Grizzly, God's Warrior. Now I love that album. I'm trying to think that came out earlier this year, and that's the one that Timbaland executive produced. That's it's like all T Grizzly. Is the song activated on there? Nah, no, no, that's oh, that's oh, that was the old last album. Okay, I love that's that. That's still one. my moment. No. uh this is the one with uh, see. This is the one with sweet things on there. I don't know if you listen to the album at all. Mm-mm. It's not a lot of big popular songs unless you a fan of his. Then you heard these joints. I but, am, but I didn't hear that. Um, hear this no, song. this this album right here, man. T Grizzly, he came with. But I was when I first heard it, I'm like, where T Grizzly sounding talking like this? And then I then I heard that Timbaland executive produced it. I was like, now nah, it makes sense why it sounds so much. Better mm-hmm. and crispier than any of his other. See, jokes. I like, like his stuff with um, what's his name? Hell of a. No, it's good. He, I like that sure stuff. With that. The I'm Detroit just saying guys. that Timberland put his 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 right. thing on this joint. Like it's not like Timberland style beats. Right. It's his like he he executive produced. I guess he just gave them overall advice and direction on what to do with it. Oh, okay. Man, listen, hard. My next album, um, number four to me. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say, "Africa Speaks" by Santana. I don't know if y'all uh, listen to that type of. It's like 
uh, Carlos Santana is who I'm talking about. Carlos Santana. And uh, I like musical stuff. I, I can rank an album. It don't have to have words on it to me. And he do got a little bit of words on there. But Africa Speaks is a great album for real. And I'm sure it's big in the world of, you know, jazz and, and stuff like that. But in the hip-hop world, I feel like more hip-hoppers should be listening to music like that. Because I feel like a lot of inspiration will come from music like that in, in the rap world. But Santana, Africa Speaks, very hard. Very, very hard album. Uh, and then my number five, which will be the last one that I actually rank. Well, no, I got, I got another rank after that. Number five will be The Baby, Baby on Baby. Hard album. Now, that's the one where his big hit, it, Suge, is from that album. Mm -hmm. You know, Suge is his smash. So Kirk, Kirk is another album. Kirk or is that just, a yeah, Kirk is the second um, one this year. But, okay. but even though Kirk had the intro on it, and that was, you know, and it got Bop on it. Bop is pretty popular right mm -hmm. now. But everybody knows Suge is the big one. You right, know, yeah, no, I Suge know is Suge. his hit. That's his smash joint. And that's from um, Baby on Baby. My favorite song on Baby on Baby actually was Pony, though. Pony is hard. But Baby on Baby, man, I definitely rocked that a lot when it came out. And then on my last uh, ranked album is number six at uh, I'm Him by Kevin Gates. Very, very. Like, mm -hmm. Kevin Gates, man, he, he really, even though a lot of these kids is copying NBA Youngboy, NBA Youngboy got his style from Kevin Gates. I wouldn't say that these kids copy Kevin Gates because they didn't. Really? It sounds like he sounds just like Lil Webby to me. Lil Webby to Who? Uh, what's the boy, Envy, Young Boy, and all of them? He sound like him to you? Like Trill I mean, Fam? Like, I mean, yeah, they just sound like, like Trill Fam. They like, from the same they, city. I mean, of course, they learned it from that, but... Well, no, I'm just saying he definitely... Webby hasn't been popular for a long time, though. Well, but I'm saying he's, he probably was what he was. Well, I don't know. That's like that's like people that's is, like so. people saying Migos ain't no Migos floor. That's Bone Thugs. Like that's too long ago. Nobody's copying that. I don't think that's the same. Well, yes, it is because you went back somewhere. No, I'm just saying he just. Said, I'm sure he he not that young. I'm sure he listened Ooh. to Trill Fam when he was young, like NBA Who young not that boy. Young? NBA young boy. You think he wasn't listening to Trill Fam when he was a kid? Like I he think was... he listened to Kevin Gates more. Okay. I would I would be I feel confident confidence saying that boy's like do you think right that now. kevin gates is bigger than what trill fam was I say in the bigger. Era? yeah yeah hell no yes he is okay kevin gates kevin gates is bigger than anybody from trill fam no like no okay then boozy and webby what are you saying that's you said anybody i'm saying i'm saying that is those movement, the only two people no, fox all, i'm saying that whole movement was a big movement are those the only two people from trill fam? do kevin gates gotta wipe me down like fox no like you don't have to saying? have one hit Oh, okay. How many is it? Only three people in Trail Fan? No. Is Kevin Gates bigger than the rest of them? Okay, he might be bigger okay, than one so couple. I'm just saying. saying. I'm talking. I said Trail Fan as said a whole. I Webby is older. Okay, he I is. was just saying he sound like those guys. I said it's That's been all. a while since he was popular. That's a fact, right? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. The most popular thing Webby has done in the last five years is pronounce the Breakfast Club name crazy. Yeah. Okay. Charlotte McGay, Charlotte Angela Gee. Yeah, that's I'm, his most I'm just popular saying, thing in the last when 10 the, years. The, little, the young guy, NBA young boy, he probably, I'm just saying that was a bigger, I'm sure that was a bigger movement than anything. Not right right Kevin now, Gates. Kevin Gates is running that. And NBA young boy is running everything right now. Well, yeah, he's sure. the most popular. He's more popular than they were. I was just saying was. When, he was when he was probably listening. NBA young boy is, is the most, the hottest thing smoking. I'm just saying, he, I bet, I would say his style is more like Kevin Gates than Webby did more rapping, I feel like. Okay. Webby was a rapper. NBA Youngboy be yelling, he be singing, trying to sing a well, lot. I was just saying the whole, 
I'm saying all of the songs from Trophy. I wasn't just saying Levity. I was just saying the whole movement. But go ahead. Okay, Kevin Gates, I got him. I'm him is, is hard. I like that, man. You know, Kevin Gates, he be talking that talk. And, you know, a lot of people hate him, but a lot of people super love him. Mm-hmm. But, uh, and then um, my, my, dang, I just played myself. I played myself, too. I, I played myself. Song. But the only thing about Benny, Benny plugs I met from Benny. Well, he don't have enough songs on the album, man. It's so it's too short for me. Benny is what a rapper. Benny is from Griselda. Yeah, he hardy oh, from Buffalo, man. Okay. Benny, Benny, plugs I met is just too short for me, man. So I got him on my honorable mentions list, but I can't rank him higher than these other albums because it's not long enough. Like, mm-hmm. and I like these other joints. So, uh, Benny, plugs I met. That's uh, one of my honorable mentions. Um. What else we got here? NBA Youngboy, AI Youngboy 2. You know, I'm not the biggest NBA fan, but I recognize how how he's killing it. He he did, he had number one album. He's independent. Like, he's the most popular artist on all of YouTube. And Billboard is about to start counting YouTube streams. So NBA Youngboy's album sales are about to go crazy now. Mm-hmm. Because he is, not just rap, he's the most popular artist, period, in America on YouTube. Very, very crazy. The boy's doing numbers on there. And then this is my sleeper right here that I know people probably didn't even know I was on. Dumb and Dumber by Dolphin Keyglock. Hmm. I did not know Keyglock was nice. I don't even know who Keyglock is. Man, he, that's Dolph's little cousin, but they, they both from Memphis, man. Listen. Man, look. I like Dolph, though. I like his music. No, I mean, he was kind of weird. Joint, this is a joint project, man. Dolph and Keyglock, they make good music together, man. Yeah, and Dumb and Dumber, like. I don't dumb, know and, dumb and Dumber, man. My favorite song of that joint is uh, Hell of a Life. One Hell of a Life. That's my joint. Wale, wow, that's crazy. Um, that's on my my Anderson Park Ventura. That's the album that's actually way better than Oxnard. I don't even know why they even put Oxnard out. They should have just all that, that hype the that one they, had? they had with Brandy and stuff on it. That Ventura, yeah. I think okay, it had Nate that Dog was good. Too. No, that was good. It had Nate Dog too. Nate yeah, Dog, right? That was it had good. both of them. Ventura, they should have put all that Oxnard energy in Ventura because it it came out like a few weeks back to back from each other. So it's like they knew they messed up with Oxnard and just put out the real album and, you know, craziness. But the uh, Ventura, then I got So Much Fun by Young Thug. Go ahead. So Much Fun by Young Thug. Hey. Oh, that was... Okay. All right. We had a little mommy-daddy break right quick. Our yep, kids yep. needed... Uh, they needed uh, tending to, as they say. Mm-hmm. Now, wh- which one did you want to bring? You wanted to bring an album up. Yeah, well, two of them that I did like, um, that was QC, Control of the Streets 2. Mm-hmm. I liked a lot of songs on that album. I guess, is that a mixtape or an album? That's an album, but you got to talk. Oh. Just try to match your energy from before. Oh. Uh, the QC uh, album, I liked a lot of stuff on that album. Um, and I wanted to add that. I put Jesus is King on here, Kanye. Mm-hmm. And then the Gucci Man, uh, Gucci Man, the Delusions of Grandeur, Grandeur, something mm-hmm. like that. I thought that was really good too, so I forgot to put that. But I really liked the QC Control of the Streets too, um, mixtape. That was a good one. Nice, nice. So, yeah, man, I feel like uh, so many albums dropped. Like a lot of people feel like it's been a dead year, but it re- it's like hasn't been any really heavy hitters like that. That's mm-hmm. the only thing. There have been a lot of albums, just hasn't been like a lot of top. And I know some people might be like, yo, you didn't name YB and Cordae. The problem is with, with the Cordae joint, even though he does have one of the better albums this year for like the, in the grand scheme, objectively, I didn't listen to I listened to it like once. Yeah. 
And I was totally fine never listening again. Wow. Re- Revenge of the Dreamers, I didn't like it at all. Uh, I liked a couple songs. Control the Streets 2 was good. It was just so much music on there that I'd probably listened to only half of it and never went back. Um, so, yeah, it, w- it was some other albums that, that, sh- that are notable, but just I don't have them on my oh, list you know because they wasn't okay. like... It wasn't no, it wasn't many standouts this year. Really, the only, even though I got Indigo ranked higher than than Summer Walker's because I like it better, mm-hmm. the real standout of the year is Summer Walker's album, for real. But you know what else was a really good album? What? You probably didn't. I know you didn't listen to, but Ariana Grande. Uh, God album. is a woman. No, uh, oh, what, what, thank oh, you. That's one thank song. you, next. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the song. Woman. That that was a good album. That was a really good album. So. Yeah, shout out to the, shout out to Victoria Monet for writing on that. I know she write a oh, lot she of uh, she write a lot of stuff with Ariana. That's how she got into the industry from writing Ariana Grande's hits. Mm. So uh, nice. Um, yeah, Ariana Grande had a good good album. Yeah, man, there's a lot of music out there. Like I feel like it's a good. It was it was a good solid year of music. It just wasn't no many standouts for me to rank them like that. Cause I feel mm-hmm. like there's a good solid like seven top joints, mm-hmm. and then a whole bunch of good ones that fall around the same area when you're talking about how good the album is or not. Yeah. Especially when it comes to how much I listen to it. I wasn't I didn't listen to a whole lot of albums over and over this year. Not from this year. It's been real slow for me. Yeah. Even the Raw's joint, I didn't even and that's very disappointing because Port of Miami, the first one is my one of my favorite albums ever. And mm-hmm. the number two didn't even it was cool, I won't lie. It was lie. okay. It, was cool, it wasn't but it whack. Wasn't, but opening up the song opening up the album with Act of Fool tells me he was just trying to put something out. Well, he shouldn't have used Port of Miami, the name. That name. He shouldn't have used that name because that, that's Or a if you're going to use the name, make the songs be like that. And some of them was yeah, like mm-hmm. that, but you, you got um, to open up that album the right way. Yeah. When I see you do that, it's like, okay, I'm just trying to do Wale a favor. We want to stream a lot. Come on, man. That ain't it. Not for me anyway. But uh, even though, like I said, the album was cool. It was a lot of very cool albums, but not top ranked. Mm-hmm. All right. You got anything else you want to add to that? Um, mm, not really. Convo about that now. Slow here. Ink. Now let's change gears again. Now there's a um, Ink magazine. I guess they do a yearly list, and I don't. I'm not even sure if they do a yearly, but they did one this year. Mm-hmm. They teamed up with with another company, and they came out with a the 50 best U.S. cities for starting a business in 2020. Now this is very, very, very good good thing for people to know because um. Sometimes we come up with these great ideas, but we don't live in a city that is really uh, conducive to starting a business at all or business like the type that we want to open. Mm-hmm. You feel me? So like this lady we just talked about earlier in the podcast, she wants to open up a dog grooming business in the middle of Atlanta. Is Atlanta the right city for that? It's uh, not for me to judge it. She should have done the research now. I mean, it could be. I guess that's just not our demographic. So we would Whether know. it's ours or not. It's for her to know, and yeah. uh, she said she'll be the only black-owned one in Atlanta. Hopefully, she don't advertise that. Hopefully, there's enough dogs that need that service from a new groomer. Because you got to think about it. Once people get a groomer, they're going to them. Yeah. They're not switching groomers. But anyway, that's neither here nor there. Now, top 50 best U.S. cities for starting a business. You Have you looked at this list? Yeah, I looked at it. Okay, so you know what the number one city is. I mean, not Austin, head, Texas. Yeah. Which, if you if you into like lists and things about cities and businesses and all that type of stuff, Austin is all uh, Texas. Austin Austin comes up a lot. 
Like Texas has three economy. cities that are always kind of in these things. Austin, San Antonio, maybe Houston or, or Dallas-Fort Worth. Mm-hmm. These cities are always on lists like this because these cities are growing rapidly. Mm-hmm. First of all, Texas is humongous. They yeah, have Austin room. Austin is like a new hot little hot spot. And it has been well. for years. Yeah. And that's the thing. is Texas is so big, these cities can expand pretty much indefinitely. They can keep growing forever because Texas is humongous. Mm-hmm. So... That's like Atlanta. Atlanta's there's nothing around us, so Atlanta could just grow and grow and grow until it reaches the edge of Alabama. Really, it could just keep growing. But Austin is number one as the best uh, city to start a business. Hmm. You know, they have their reasons on here, and it's a lot of military bases in Texas as well. Like uh, it's a each, lot of business, man. Each branch. Um, with, so. with that amount of land, and then you have certain parts of Texas that are wet, so they have better for agriculture. That you have certain land joints better for farming. Then you have mm-hmm. certain joints that are like military, the cow industry, for, the oil yeah. industries, oil. A lot of you have things, that. So. Then you have. You know, just all kinds of things. I mean, tech, the food is... Yeah, yeah you got tech. You yeah. got the, the food is right next to Mexico. So you have that Mexican culture. They probably have all kinds of things. Barbecue they barbecue stuff. They probably have all kinds of things. They, they still bring. have big seafood thing, you know, so culture. So mm. uh, Number two is Salt Lake City. Uh, I'm not going to get into all of these. I feel like some are more important to us than others. And let's see, Charleston, because you're from there. I saw So let's that. just say... Uh, Charleston is number seven on the list. Charleston, South hmm. Carolina. They are number one in net business creation. They're number six in high growth company density and number 10 in job creation, right? So net, what's that? Net business creation. What does that mean? Net business. How many businesses open versus how many businesses close? Okay. And what's the total on that one? Now, hmm. while tourism, I'm going to just read this little paragraph. While tourism, the military, and medicine have dominated in Charleston for decades, a growing tech startup contingent has found champions in the alumni of the city's early successful startups. These include HR software maker Benefit Focus, which went public in 2013, mm-hmm. an automated trading desk, a high-frequency trading pioneer that was acquired by Citigroup in 2007 for $680 million. Now, imagine you start a business and you sell that bitch for $680 million. Jesus. Can you imagine? Mm. Like, and that's in 07. I've never heard of auto. <laughs> so look, automated trading desk. I don't even know what that is. We never heard of it. Citigroup bought them. They probably only bought them for one. They probably needed only one thing from them and got rid of the whole company. They probably bought them, fired everybody. The owners got 680 million. You know, they broke that down. However, they had a, and Citigroup probably only needed one thing from them. That's how these big companies do. They need, I might need facial recognition software from you. I'll buy you for $500 million and I, your company is done. They only need one. T- that's probably what they did. New Wave, uh, what did it say? New Wave Charleston tech companies tend to excel in enterprise software geared towards nonprofits. That's interesting. Hmm. The real estate industry, human resources, and government. Think about it like an area special. So now what I was saying is some people open up businesses in the wrong place. Right. Mm-hmm. If they're telling you here that Charleston is they, they, they have enterprise software companies that are geared towards nonprofits and real estate industry, human resources and government. What does that mean? That means if I am a software developer and I develop a software for and I want to innovate the HR space, Charleston is where I want to be. If I come up with a, with a competitor to Realtor.com or Zillow, Charleston is probably where I want to be. Or not even that. Maybe a project um, management for homes. You know, I, I have project managers that can manage an apartment complex, all that. But I have an app 
to help you find people, Charleston is probably where you want to be. Number seven on the entire list, man. So this is this is very good. Another one that I think is important would, of course, be Atlanta. Atlanta is number 24. See, they talk specifically. You see that? Hot spot. Atlanta black is the, the premier startup hotspot for black founders in the South. Flat out. This is the only uh, joint. This is the highest one on this list that says something like that for black people. Black founders in the South is the premier startup. Right? Let me read this. There's number five in uh, high growth company density. Number 20 in early stage funding deals. Number 24 in job creation. Right? Giants like Delta and Coca-Cola are headquartered here. But this big company town has a sizable, uh, hmm, coterie? I don't know what that word is. Uh, of fast-growing businesses, too. Much of this credit surge goes to Atlanta's Tech Village, a co-working and community hub that launched in 2012. It has hmm. since inspired a sprawling network of incubators and co-working spaces. And I feel like that's in Midtown because it's I moved. It's definitely was, in Midtown. It is. When I was working at the moving company, I moved a couple new tech companies into different um, businesses down there. Yes. And they, they, they down there, they bubbling. Midtown Atlanta. It was actually one in the building I used to work at when I worked for um, the Collegian Licensing Company. They were called uh, Beeline, 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 something like that. They down there. And they had, um, they had one of those, and different people would come in. Like, they would have different, um, they were renting an actual space, but they had different um, startup businesses that would work out of there, so... Atlanta's growing reputation as a national startup hotspot is also introducing more funding into the ecosystem, especially for black and female founders. Mm. Now, you see that? We got to look for these joints now. When they talking about black people specifically, that's what we need to be. Accounting software maker, Lease Query, run by Nigerian-American founder. I just heard about this business a little bit, a few days ago. Uh, landed $40 million in Series A funding from Goldman Sachs in November while Jasmine Crow's surplus food management platform, Gooder, has inked big-name clients like the NFL in Hartsville-Jackson Airport. You get a, if you get, now, you heard NFL, but we in Atlanta. If you get a Hartsville-Jackson Airport contract, yeah. you set for life. That's Your business is going to work forever now. Because you get at the airport, it's on. Atlanta's airport is the biggest thing cracking. Like so, food management platform. Well, she she would be competing with like places like Airmark. And I have no idea. Stuff like that. That says food management platform. Okay, so I was just she saying like is maybe tech like company that that does something different. It says surplus food management. Right. So what are we doing with the so food? So I'm thinking we didn't like use? Airmark, like big like people who Airmark s- is probably. Uh, would would probably be able to hospitals, use their services. Prisoners. I mean, I don't know about prison. Yeah. Hospitals. Um, some schools, certain universities would we'll be able to use their services. Yeah, so I'm saying she would. That would be like her competitors. She like would a have client. her own. That'd be her client. No, no, no. She's she not have serving food. Airmark sells and serves food. Airmark serves. They have different people in place, but I'm saying they don't. I don't know how to explain this. They so, distribute food themselves. They're massive. They, well, okay. They do. I, I thought that's what. That's this is saying uh, surplus food management. This right. means what are we doing with our extra food? Okay. She has probably algorithms okay, okay. To, to, you know, best, oh, let's get rid of it. Well, I would like to know. what. Well. We can look them up after this, though. Uh, or you could do it while I read the rest of this. You could pillow her up and we could figure out better what she do. And the company is called Gooder, G-O-O-D-R. Okay. All right. Uh, let's see here. The momentum has sped up, says Jewel, uh, 
a co-founder of Collab, an early startup investment for Oh, see they have a Collab is an early start uh, early stage startup investment firm for black founders. It's like a snowball building, building, building. Ultimately, it's going toward this vision being realized of Atlanta being the best place in the US for black entrepreneurs. So I've been trying to tell people, listen, y'all like to clown y'all free people back in Ohio because they moved to Atlanta and all that. Y'all be like, oh, you moved to Atlanta. That shit ain't going to make nothing. That ain't going to start your whole count over all that dumb shit. Listen, Atlanta is where it's cracking at for black people, man. Now, as cliche as that is, it's just true. It's just a fact. There's too many people coming down here and there's too much going on for, uh, for us to be able to do. Now, Shea pulled up Gooder. And uh, see, they then the tagline: "Gooder, feed more, waste less." So they manage. Wow, okay, that's cool. Hmm? Yeah, well, go ahead. So let's see what they do. At Gooder, we believe that hunger isn't a scarcity issue; it's a logistics issue. Even with the many social platforms that end to, uh, that aim to end hunger, the company, the current food supply chain ecosystem in the United States has failed to solve this problem, which has grown into a national epidemic. I already see where this is going. Every year in the United States, we waste over 72 billion pounds of perfectly edible food, yet 42 million people are suffering from food insecurity. I like that. Food insecurity, not homelessness, not starvation. Food insecurity. It's amazing. At the same time, over $40 billion in tax credits for businesses goes unclaimed annually. Mm. Donate the food that counts towards your inventory. Mm. That's money. I like That's that. A good this thing. is very yeah, bright. I have to. How do I, how do I change this? This joint is very bright. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know either. Let me oh, man. Shay's phone is very bright. Okay, and I'm, I, I, I can't. I have a hard time here. with these bright ass screens. Oh, display and brightness. Yeah, I got you. Yeah, I got you. You got to sit down. You, you're hitting the mic in a certain way. Okay. My bad, y'all. Yeah, I can't work my phone. So. We believe the solution is simple. Feed more, waste less. Our business model proves that good business and servicing communities in need can truly... Uh, can truly be one and the same. Powered by blockchain technology. Oh, this lady is like that. Gooder provides a secure ledger that tracks an organization's surplus food waste from pickup to donation. Mm. Delivering the competitive advantage of real-time social impact reporting analytics. Gooder is the only food waste management company that is in compliance with the IRS through our blockchain-enabled uh, platform and mobile app that empowers organizations to unlock significant tax deductions by donating surplus foods that end up in landfills, ultimately contributing to the environmental crisis. The Gooder model aims to provide a triple-win solution by, uh, by improving an organization's bottom line through charitable tax donations, reducing its greenhouse emissions from landfill, and getting its edible surplus food to local communities in need. Oh, yeah. That's amazing. Oh, yeah. Let me tell you why that's so amazing. Let me see if I can find her. Um, Go ahead. Dang, they don't have, like, our team. Her yeah, name yeah, is... Jasmine. Her name is Jasmine Crow. Ooh, she's a beast. Yeah, Jasmine, you came up with amazing. something serious. But you know what? Hmm. When I was in I was in high school, I used to work at Bojangles mm-hmm. in high school. And I was me and like a couple of the other employees was like we would throw away the food every night, right? You got to. It would be the food that we had just made, mm-hmm. you know, stuff. It wasn't old or anything. And we used to be like so sick and like mad, like throwing the food away. Um but we were told that we had to throw it away because somebody had sued um If you get sick. If you got sick mm-hmm. but they somebody sued um, one of the um, Bojangles in the area 
uh, and said they got sick. So they made it so we had to throw it all away. And we were all, like, we were teenagers. We were like, man, I wish it was some way, to, you know what I mean? Like, somebody could just come and pick these up. We could take these to shelters or something. And she really, like, made it to where it's not only, like, you can help people out, but you could tell these companies, these fast food restaurants, like, no, you can make some money, like, or you can save some money, or, you know what I'm saying? Like, by, by doing this. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. I love that. And, and she's doing it at the airport, and the NFL is like... She probably has probably other big clients, the, too. Well, I wonder if they're saying the NFL, or if it's just uh, the, the Falcons. The NFL, because... Of, huh? I mean, the Falcons are in the NFL, but I'm just saying, like... Well, if Maybe you know the Falcons, Falcons is owned team, by the so, NFL, yeah. so if you you know you can claim that I have an well, NFL yeah, contract. Well, yeah, right, that's true. You, know I mean? you got to claim that. Wow, that's amazing. All I right, love now that. I just thought about it. Charlotte is another big black city. They don't. They're not. I mean, of course, Atlanta is the top joint for black. So we're gonna, Charlotte we're gonna is, keep is even Char- better, bigger. I mean, it's, uh, it's, it's ranked higher, but it's not as big for black people. Okay. Even though it is big for black people, it's not like Atlanta is different. Okay. Charlotte is ranked number twenty-two on the list. Um. Fintech startups don't need giant banks nearby to oh, succeed. Fintech. Fintech is the world Shay was just working yeah. in, right? Um, financial technology companies, that's a big it's big money it's in big that, business, right? So money, Charlotte is number money. eight in rate of entrepreneur. Yo. What? When you hit this, it's Okay, it's I didn't mean to hit it. Wild feedback. I gotta get new cables, I guess. Okay. Uh <laughs> sorry. Number eight, rate of entrepreneurship, number twelve in I mean they're twelfth in Population growth, and they are 15th in high growth company density. Okay, I just think I don't. I don't want to read everything about Charlotte, but I, I feel like uh, Charlotte is definitely another place that is kind of sneaky. Mm-hmm. Black people that know about Charlotte know how black it is, mm-hmm. but the a lot of these lists don't really get into that a lot. But it's a lot of black people getting money, money. Yeah, in and Charlotte, it's also man. a lot. It's it's rough too. Certain parts. It's, it's a lot of nice areas around yeah, Charlotte too. Mecklenburg is Mecklenburg is No, a it's a lot of nice areas around rough. Charlotte. It's a lot of nice areas around Charlotte. They don't have a professional NFL team for no reason. It's a nice city. Yeah, I'm just saying a lot of places got professional NFL teams no, they and it's don't. like there's only thirty two cities in all of the world. Well I'm just well I'm just saying I'm saying a lot of the places like uh New Orleans, like New Orleans is a nice city. It's there's a nice only city. certain parts that's that's messed up in every city. Okay. You gotta think about where these where these joints is at. Like mm-hmm. These cities is like that. They're putting out bills. Huh? Jacksonville. Wasn't Jacksonville got a team? Yeah, Jacksonville got a team. Yeah, okay. I'm just saying. But anyway, I'm, I'm saying like, yeah, it's a nice city, but it's not, you know. There's, every city got rough areas, but these cities. It's not like Atlanta's rough area is what I'm trying to say. It's like rough, rough, for real. It ain't crazy. Okay. It's not crazy. Atlanta's just spread out. Charlotte is cool, man. Like, it's it's definitely a lot of money to be had in charlotte and to be made in charlotte working or starting a business like it's just and remember this stuff we're talking about on this list is business if you want to open a new business that's what mm-hmm. this is about so let's see what else we got on here that would be relevant to us is that greenville, well, greenville North Carolina? What? south carolina greenville it's south carolina is it yeah set up in south carolina city okay yeah that's the new that's everybody from charleston everybody moving to greenville <laughs> like oh no, that's a big thing. But wait, rather than try to persuade some large employer to set up in the South Carolina city, as the town is managed in the past, we'll be, uh, we yeah. need to build that. Wait, Greenville, South Carolina is Greensboro, North Carolina, Greensville, South Carolina. I thought it was a Greenville in both. It's a Greenville here in Georgia. 
I think it's Greenville's in a lot of it's these, a lot of different Greenville right states. But. Okay, yeah, Greenville. Greenville's another joint, like you know. But that's no, no, no. That's not a big black. Don't go there. What? Yeah. Greenville, South Carolina. Yeah. Greenville, South Carolina is on the border of Georgia it's, and South Carolina. That is not no black. No, black it joint. is. What are you saying? Like that's no, it's, it's very it's very rural, but it it's is. It's not rural. I mean, it's it's it's, it's not it's, city. People are moving. There. A lot of black people are moving there. That's a black black place. people probably from your state. Okay. That ain't no black friendly city. Why you don't think that's a black friendly city? It's not. I drove through there. That's like a damn sundown town. Oh no. No, man. You look up the black Greenville population. Greenville is a big city in South Carolina. That's a bigger city. That's maybe, but cities. South Carolina don't have a bunch of big cities. Though. Okay, I'm just saying. So, and that's one of them. So it's one of like three or four. Like, look up the saying? black population in that city. So I'm. We gonna see. I'm. I'm. Just, hey, y'all. It's, it's, if it's I was y'all, don't green, move to it's Greenville. It's a lot of black people in Greenville. It's a reason saying? why smo- most black people in South Carolina don't like the Clemson Tigers. That's their city. That's the racist side of South Carolina. I mean, the whole Clemson state is, racist. is Anderson. It's I said that's that part of South Carolina. Okay. They're very close to each other. Greenville, South Carolina is on the border of Georgia and, and South Carolina. It's, okay. it's racist. Uh, damn, the only Ohio city that made it is Columbus at number 44. But uh, another... So that that will be three South Carolina cities cities because they got Columbia on here too. It says black black or African American is twenty five point four percent. That's higher than the average. But what's their total population? Sixty five point four is white. It don't say total. Let's see. That's a good enough black population. But, but that city no, that's a, a lot, that's a, a wild lot of black city. people. Oh my, okay, well. That that's if y'all y'all mess with uh Greenville, South Carolina it's, if you want. If listen, if you could if you telling somebody if Charleston is somewhere they're gonna live, Greenville, you should definitely go. I didn't tell no black people well, to move. No, I'm I, just I, saying, I only did Charleston because that's where you're from. Well, okay. I'm just I saying I didn't tell no black people to move to no damn Charleston at all because they got some racistness going on there it's too. It's a lot of racistness, but I mean South Carolina is just a crazy city. I mean a crazy state. Yeah, Greensville is nice. Greensville is nice, though. Because think about what you know of Charleston, South Carolina. Charleston's racist as hell. No, no, that's not what I'm asking. I'm saying, when you talk about business startups, do you know as many black rich families as you know white ones? No, I hell don't. Hell no, you don't. And I'm sure it's and not And I bet like you Greenville is worse than Charleston is when it comes to black business. Because uh, at least, like, you could name some black businesses so they in got, Charleston. Uh, 906,000 people. Um. And it's the third largest city in. Oh, South they got nine hundred thousand in a yeah. metro or in one they one city. It said it's Greensville is the largest city in the Greenville Anderson Malden metropolitan area. Man, that's Clemson County. <laughs> Making it the that's... largest in South Carolina and the largest and the third largest in the Carolinas. So yeah, I said it's one of the bigger. That's the biggest in your state. No, 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 of that of Anderson Malden metro. That's the biggest metro area in in the state. Okay, I'm sure Either it's way, not bigger than Columbia. It's not bigger. It just than said it. It's saying right there. But look, this is okay. what I'm trying to tell you. Why does it say third largest here in the Carolinas? Okay, I keep trying to tell you, but but yeah, y'all, no such thing as no Carolinas. Okay, but y'all, listen, y'all move it's to huge. Greenville, South Carolina, Basically. if y'all want to. Oh my God, that's Clemson country, Lucy. Clemson is racist. White people run Clemson. We know that. The metro area they just said was Greenville, Anderson. I'm saying the actual school, Clemson, is very racist. It's that's the all. area people... that's racist. Okay. <laughs> that whole shit racist. Yo, listen. Y'all move there if y'all want. You're going to get played. If you live in South Carolina and you want somewhere to live that's going to... You're going to get a good job. You can get a good job. You don't have to pay the crazy uh, mortgage. And, you know, all Go the to crazy Columbia. house prices. 
Butterfly. Yeah, then you got to deal with crime and all the, the other stuff. Everywhere. Why like, are you bringing up crime? Like, you got to. Th- what do you mean? You got to factor that stuff in. Oh, no, just don't move to a high crime area. D- okay. Mm. I'm not doing anything. I didn't touch anything. You did, but time. you stopped touching it though. You stopped, but you had you hit it. My hand did not. Not move. your hand, Lucy. But listen, the. I think that's it, man. That's I was going to get into the into the. No, lady. go ahead and get into no, it. Get into it because you now you want to argue with me about something. You want to argue, debate what we about. That's a shame. You don't even be knowing, like. Because we talked about the city, I'm just letting you know it's racist. Like I'm telling y'all, black people, if you want to believe Shay, move there if you want. I, talk about talk to somebody who grew up there. Like you didn't grow up in no Greenville, not South Greenville, but I'm just saying I know a lot of people that moved in to the Greenville and they're Mountains. doing good. Like they love it. Is Greenville in the Appalachian? I know Mountains? a lot of people that that live in Greenville and they're doing really well for themselves and they really like it. You said Clemson is racist, even Clemson though Clemson. Why Anderson. would the school itself be racist and not the whole area? What are you talking about? Because Charleston is racist and not the whole area. I mean, everybody there ain't racist. I didn't say everybody. I'm saying if you black and you move there, just be ready to deal with that sundown town shit. Does you think, do you Su- think that's Columbia- a sundown town? For real? That look like a sundown town? Yes. It's, it's in so- the middle of the Appalachian Mountains. at the tip of the Appalachians going to the south, southern part. If y'all know about the Appalachians, y'all know what that would already what well, type okay. of white people those mountains that to breed. Me. He just saying that because I don't know nothing about no Appalachian. I'm nothing. saying we have those. So, I'm, I'm the part of Ohio I'm from. So. I'm on the edge of it. When you go into Pennsylvania, you get up in the Appalachians. You know what type of white people the Appalachian mountains breed. And what is that? Dirty white people. Dirty white racist white people. Just because <laughs> oh they, they be having money, they just be racist. All white people racist. So oh, whether you say that or not, I'm just saying. Don't act like the ones in that area ain't. Okay. They in South Carolina, that's first, and then they in the <laughs> Appalachian Mountains. Okay. They racist, yo. They wild. So what is that there. to say to the people that grew, that live in South Carolina and like they, they want to stay in South Carolina? Like, no, they won't be having a hard time if they don't stay in racist ass. Lucy, you from you from Charleston? Do black people have a hard time in that city? I, look at how expensive Charleston is. So why would that. they not move that's to not like a place you. like Greensville? Well, that's not Greenville. what I asked. You. I asked you, do they have a hard time there? Of course, so it's what, expensive. So what's the argument here? There's no argument. I said if y'all want to move to one of them cities in South but Carolina. But also, you know what another thing? A lot of people are, I mean, I know a few people, a good bit of people who are having, making, you know, getting their own business set up. I come from a man who had three businesses set up in Charleston. So I know that it is possible. Well, you don't come from, have, that's your grandfather. That's my grandfather, right. So... I'm not saying it's not possible. He set that stuff up 40 years ago, 50 well, yeah, years I know, ago. It's different today. Saying, it's like, different you when you got to buy a, on a house for a million dollars now versus buying it for 30000 when he it, bought it. I get it. But That's you can still story. operate out of Charleston. You can still operate out of Charleston and probably, you know, I didn't say somewhere you else. Either way, I you said, can also move to Greenville. I, I said and, do it if you want. <laughs> okay. it's, it's white money because them white people ain't poor. Ain't and they in the Appalachian Mountains. So I'm just letting y'all know. If y'all know about the Appalachians because... White Appalachian people is a thing. In West Virginia, in Virginia, in Pennsylvania, in North Carolina, and in South Carolina. People know about that strip of white people. Mm. Those are the cities that you never want to be on a road trip and have to stop and get gas. You don't never want to stop nowhere in there. Okay. Everybody knows that. Except I've I never, guess you I've think it don't apply to those white like people that, in Greenville, so South Carolina. Them people is on the border of Georgia. What I don't y'all go think that way. I, don't, I never went that way, so I don't know. Listen, man, I'm trying to tell y'all something. Whatever. Y'all move there if y'all Y'all listen, because she said it was an argument. I ain't saying it's an argument. I'm saying listen to Shay if you want. Have a new, you start a grooming business for, for little puppies. I grew up in a and place and I'm fine. I grew up at a place like that and I'm fine. 
She said she fine, but in a city, she was in the city, Charleston, right. South Carolina. Green she had to ride on the too. back of the trolley. Oh my god! In the in the two thousands. <laughs> oh my god! Okay. This is the two. This wasn't the the fourteen hundreds, or this wasn't the nineteen thirties. She grew up in the two thousands and had to ride the back of the trolley. Jesus Christ! And she's telling you me that. Say that all the and she's telling me, and she's trying to tell me that this city <laughs> in the Appalachian Mountains in that same state. It's not racist. Listen, y'all. They made it. They made it like it. They wanted the kids to ride in the on the outside. They wanted the black the kids in the back outside. Well, they couldn't even sit inside the train car. They had to go outside. It was the, in the outdoor back. outside Come of on, the the back with the outside, but it was like the kids. Y'all and really, we didn't. We were never around white kids anyway, so I ain't never seen no white kids back there. But it was like kids had to ride in the back of the bus. Hey, listen. And y'all, y'all move. Y'all start a business in South Carolina if you want to. All right, I'm. You ain't got. She grew up there, so hey, it ain't no argument for me. Do what you want. I'm just letting you know, Charlotte or Atlanta would probably be my suggestion. I I suggest skip oh, over South Carolina because at least black people have some strongholds in in North Carolina. I don't know the black strongholds in South Carolina. They've been holding on in South Carolina. Them white people is oh, no, holding oh my on. God. For real. Where was Dylan Roof from? Orangeburg, South Carolina, not too he far from, from Columbia. Columbia is one of the better Columbia. cities, ain't he's it? From, he was from um. Orangeburg, right? No, he was from Columbia. He was from Lexington. Guess what? Y'all he was remember, from Columbia, basically. There, there, was, was, Columbia. A, there was a situation where uh, a dude, uh, uh, he was at a gas station, and a cop had said, hey, uh, where's your license? The man went to grab his license. The cop started shooting him. <laughs> wow. That, was in, that, that was in Columbia, South Carolina. Like, yeah. you move to South Carolina if you want to. Them, Walter Scott, listen, move to South Carolina if you want. Mm-hmm. All right? If you listen to Shay about no Greenville, no, it's not. It's not like that. Even though she never lived there, never even drove through the shit. I've seen the yeah, look he's in the people's. Columbia. I've seen the look in the people's eyes. Oh come on, man. Okay. It's it's white Appalachian people is different. Mm-hmm. Telling you, I'm just telling you something good, man. That's all we got, y'all. Uh, you got any closing remarks, Lucy? No, we were supposed to talk about the lady. No, I don't want to talk about that right now. I don't want to talk about. I want to. We can open up a podcast about that. We see where the because you know they started a nonprofit to give her money, so we figure out where it ended up next week and then see where she ended up at. Because I don't know right now. Do you know? No. Yeah, so we can talk about it when we find out. Hey, that's all we got for y'all. Uh, hope you enjoyed. That's a lot of feedback, probably a lot of background noise, all that good stuff. I didn't want to turn, uh, Shay wanted to turn off the washer and the dryer. I didn't want to turn it off because I wanted that stuff to get done. And then my daughter was in her room playing her piano loud as hell, making a lot of noise. So The other one started crying. Y'all, y'all are going to hear some noises in the background. And, this um, is real. This is real life. So Yeah, I mean, you know, this is. This Sunday, is Sunday chores, you know, getting ready for school. So. This is what we got going on. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I need them clothes washed and I need that child. Well, they rooms is across from ours, so you probably can hear it, man. Mm. That's just what it is. You feel me? I don't have soundproofed walls yet. All right? We don't need soundproof walls. No, I'll put some soundproof insulation in the walls. It'll, it'll insulate. Are you, real? Are you serious? It'll insulate and it'll keep the sound out. We need that anyway. But that's I thought you, you said you already did? No, no, no. I said oh, we wow. need that. Oh, okay. <clears throat> All right, y'all. Peace out.